Hello. Happy 2023, you guys. Happy first episode of the year. I know I said this before, but 2022? That shit was not fucking real. Because what the fuck was that? I feel like in the first half, it was like the entire universe. Everyone and their fucking mother was out to get me. And maybe it's just because I was just at a very, very low point in my life. But still, I feel like that was lifetimes ago. Like the beginning of 2022. That is just now a year ago. You know what I mean? Like January was 12 months ago, but it feels like ages. And I don't know how to explain it because like I feel like whenever I try talking about how weird 2022 was and how I still can't comprehend how I experienced some of the things I did in like the last half of the year, which is all good things, all very good memories, so fun. But I just can't wrap my head around how that was in 2022 because it just, everything feels like so long ago. I don't know. At first, I thought I was going crazy. I thought it was just all in my head and I was just losing it. But then I started talking to Hannah about it and like even my fucking coworkers. And even they thought it was such a weird year. So maybe I'm not going insane. But you know, we're out of 2022. I'm so happy that we're <laughs> we're moving on from everything and that we're, you know, starting new. You know, Gemini Babe has been around for six months now, which is so fucking weird. I think it was maybe mid to late July I started Gemini Babe. And yeah, I haven't been too consistent with making episodes, but, you know, I am determined to change that this year. You know, a little New Year's resolution. And two... I just feel like, I feel like it's been so much longer than that, you know? Like, six months sounds like so little in terms of Gemini Bay being a thing in my life. I don't know. Time is weird. Throughout my episodes in the past six months, a few of them have a general theme in common, which is, you know, a general, a general distaste, I guess you could say, for men. Which I think is totally valid because men are so fucking gross and weird most of the time. And I just want to point out that, you know, my view on men is based on not just my own experiences, but what I see my friends go through, what they have to deal with, and like shit I see online, and like, you know, just observations like that. And so that brings me to the conclusion that it's just safer to assume the worst for (laughs) interacting with men. Because it really does feel like it's all men who, you know, do fucked up shit, have like a weird, gross mindset. You know, they're just creepy and like unsettling. And yeah, there are people out there who happen to be a man and they're genuine good people. But in a very general sense, I feel like those people are like rare to come by and like come in contact with on like a day-to-day basis which is so sad to think about, but that just got me thinking about how one of the main reasons why my brain, I guess, is like trained to think of men in like a negative way at first is because I am a girl. And, you know, girls have all these similar experiences we go through, you know, when you're growing up and going through life as a girl, 
then that got me thinking about so many aspects about womanhood and you know the the just girly things you know like how interesting it is that my view of the world as a woman is just so so drastically different than you know a man's so before we get into today's episode which is you know being a girl i just want to put out a little little disclaimer you know saying that the things that women are more commonly exposed to, I guess, and like more commonly experienced aren't limited to just women, you know? Anybody can go through shit and experience things that aren't, you know, so great. But I feel like there's just a different lens in which women view what they go through, if that makes any sense. I don't know. Like, I don't want to sound like, oh, these are only things you can feel and experience if you're a girl. Like, that is not what I'm trying to say or, like, convey in this episode. But, like, there really is, like, a different way of perceiving certain experiences as a girl. You know what I mean? Whatever. You get it. A few weeks ago, I posted a sticker thing on my Instagram story. You know, like, the the ask me a question. I don't know. It was one. You know what I'm fucking talking about. I don't know what I'm trying to explain instagram story stickers but essentially what i did i posted like a little thing being like give me episode ideas and one of them was womanhood thank you piper because now this episode is about womanhood and (laughs) that same week i posted that story and i got that idea from her i was watching this episode of white lotus which oh my god i love white lotus it's on hbo And I 100% recommend it if you haven't watched it already because I feel like I have a hard time like starting a new show and watching it all the way through. And for White Lotus, it was such like an easy watch and I love the cast in both seasons. I think it's a really good show. I don't know. I loved it. But anyways, there was this one scene in season two where this one girl, Daphne, she says something along the lines of, oh, like, I feel so sorry for, you know, men because they're out here thinking they're doing something so good, so important, but they're just, like, wandering alone or by themselves. I don't know. It was something like that. I don't really remember verbatim what she said, but you get the gist, right? But that quote in The White Lotus, that just got me thinking about, you know, how there's so many I don't know I don't how do I even fucking explain this like and I'm like dumbing myself down by trying to explain it but that just got me thinking about how men really don't know what they're doing they think they're so superior they're always on their high horse and I feel like a lot of times their focus and attention is all on themselves so they have I don't know, like a more shallow view on a lot of things. And like I said, they just lack depth in so many parts of their lives just because they're a man, I feel like. I know there's, you know, like biological factors that play some kind of role in the way men and women think and how that affects, you know, how they see the world. But honestly, that is a little bit too much thinking for me right now and like too much psychology and I really don't want to get into that because today's episode is just womanhood. Things that I feel like you only can truly understand if 
you're a woman. You know, just just girly things, nothing too serious, just things that I think you can only properly grasp as a woman. The first one I think is the most common, the most shared, which is being objectified. And again, yes, men can be objectified as well, but I just think it's just so different when you're a woman and being objectified because that just starts when you're a child, you know, when you're little. And I feel like it just really fucks up how your brain works. The most common form of objectification, if that's a fucking word, is catcalling. I think, because it's the most obvious one. I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand catcalling because why, why do you feel the need to comment on a fucking girl's body? And I'm using the word girl intentionally because I feel like catcalling, yeah, that happens here and there now, but I don't remember the last time I got catcalled in the past, maybe like five months probably because I'm not really (laughs) out and about, but I don't know. It was way more frequent and I feel like more, more aggressive when I was, you know, like 14, 15, like very obviously a minor, very obviously a child. And that's when I feel like was the peak of me being catcalled on the street or just walking from the beach to school or like the school to be, I don't know. I would have my fucking backpack, bro. And like people would catcall me and my friends. I don't, I don't know. I, it's just so disgusting to think about because like, I really don't get it. I really don't get it. And yeah, it's gross and like scary. It's terrifying. But the sad thing I will admit is that whenever that would happen, it kind of gave me a little bit of you know, validation at the time, I guess you can say, because I was like, oh my God, like I'm getting some older guy's attention. Like, oh my God. Like I hated getting catcalled, but it was definitely a weird, sick ego booster a little bit, which is so disgusting and like repulsive to think about. But you know, like at that age, I feel like you're so naive. And I feel like that was one of the many ways that you could feel validated about your appearance even though you don't like you know it's scary you know that's gross but at the same time in the back of your head you're like oh like I'm getting attention in whatever way you know honestly I'm gonna tell you a little story actually because I want to talk about how a boy can really fuck up your self-image because I feel like that kind of ties into everything right so Oh my god. In elementary school, I think elementary and like middle school, there was this boy, right? He was my C partner for like two years in a row. And we had classes here and there, like throughout middle school. I don't know. I don't really know what happened to him. I don't know where he is now because he moved away before high school. I don't know. I haven't seen him since the seventh grade, but whatever. So this boy... He and I did not get along whatsoever. You know, we got on each other's nerves pretty much every single day. And, oh, actually, sometimes we'd actually get along and, like, he'd help me cheat on a worksheet or, you know. I remember one time he drew me a bunch of, like, squirrels on, like, notebook paper for me to have, which I don't really know why. 
or like how we got to that point. But you know, it was cute. It was like little drawings. He did throw them up on my desk though one time. I think it was like in third grade. He threw because like in elementary school, you share a big desk, right? Like each long desk has two people sat on it. And he threw up on my side of the fucking desk. I don't know. It was it was terrible. That's not even the point. It was just that's a part of a memory I have when I think about him. But back to the point. He was <laughs> the root of all my fucking insecurities. I I would say because, you know, my entire life I had always been you know, skinnier. And, you know, like, I just, like, struggled with gaining weight ever since I was, like, little, like, a fucking kid. And, you know, I was eating properly. Like, I was eating. It was just always, always, like, something that's been commented on. It was not really my control. I didn't really know what to do about it because I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm eight. You know what I mean? But this boy especially would make me feel like shit like he would just tell me things about the way I looked that I really don't think it's okay to repeat on the internet because like I feel like that should not be on the internet but you know I was he was telling people or like he was telling me things about my own body as if like I wasn't there he would tell people that I was anorexic and I had an eating disorder for like my entire life when I didn't even know what a fucking eating disorder was at the time. And he was like, oh, you are the wrong kind of skinny. Like, you're not the skinny boys will want, blah, 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 blah. And in my head, I was like, what the fuck is he on? Like, I didn't really take him too seriously. But I didn't realize how, like, what he was saying, even though it might have been in, like, a little joking sense or whatever, I, like, it was, like, true in my head. I was like, oh, my God, this is what, people perceive me as this is what I look like this is whatever right and this was in like the third and like fourth grade like we were children I didn't really know what was going on I didn't really know anything about anything right so it's just I'm hearing stuff about appearances and like body stuff from a boy when I didn't even know that's something people thought about right we didn't really talk much after that. Like we didn't have fourth grade together. In middle school, we weren't, we didn't have any of the same friends. So we, he was just like another fucking kid, right? But then we had a PE class together, I think in the seventh grade. That would make sense, seventh grade. And every single fucking day, you know, he would make some kind of little comment about me, like to my face. Like we would be on the blacktop and like sitting down and I wouldn't even be near him but then at some point in the hour he would find a way to say some shit to my face and you know it at that point in my life I kind of understood you know body image shit and stuff like that so I don't know I feel like that was when it really it really got to me right and I was like oh I don't know. Fuck. Like, I wish I could tell you guys, like, the top, you know, three things he said to me, but I feel so gross saying it out loud. So I'm just not gonna. I don't know why I'm protecting him. But also, like, he was a kid. He was also eight and, like, 12. But at the same time, like, why the fuck would you say that shit, right? But I don't know. Just know that they were weird enough to the point I still think about it a lot. Clearly, I'm talking about it on Gemini, babe. 
because in my mind, nothing has like really changed, you know? Like I did end up having a weird relationship with food at one point in my life. And I'm not blaming him for it, but I feel like he kind of started to make me think about how I looked more, right? And I don't know. I'm still, what I am trying to tell you guys is that what this little shit fucking said to me when we were kids is something that has just completely distorted the way I viewed my body and that, you know, created this whole domino effect of all these other fucking insecurities. And I, I felt so awkward and like fucking, I don't know, just weird and ugly and all of that. And, you know, the clothes I wore felt wrong. Like everything about me felt so wrong, you know, just because of this one fucking boy and his mouth that he couldn't keep shut, right? And I feel like I just started to move on and feel better about how I look, like very recently, like in the past year and a half, I would say, because before then, I don't know, I feel like I didn't know how to feel about myself. And like, I know some of you might be like, Nicole, be so fucking for real. Like, it's not that deep. Like, you were little, he was little, he didn't know what he was saying. Like, none of this is relevant now, right? But like, it is relevant now because shit like this happens to so many girls at any age all the fucking time. Like, it's not just me thing. It just so happened that I experienced something like that when I was younger. But there's always at least like one instance of somebody saying something about the way you look that just sticks with you. And I feel like 99.9% of the time, I can guarantee you the shit is coming out from a boy's mouth. I don't know. I feel like that is just what happens when you're a girl. Because you know, women's appearances, I feel like, are are more closely inspected and, you know, judged and critiqued. And Jesus, like, it is so fucking damaging because, like, our society, I hate that word, like, our society. But, I, you know, I don't know what else to call it. Like, everything of judging how a woman looks or does or whatever, it's been so normalized in the past however many years and people I don't know what am I trying to fucking say like I feel like because society has made it so women's appearances are you know nitpicked and shit like that people feel entitled to talk about somebody's body or just how they look in general or whatever and that is fucking weird and I think for the longest time because my insecurities were you know introduced to me by men I wanted to feel validated by them and that was like the only way I felt good about myself now I think after like a whole lifetime of feeling that way I've finally kind of you know grown out of that mindset after I don't know like maturing a little bit and like seeing how fucking disgusting men are but you know this kind of shit happens and it sucks and it's seriously like everywhere you know it starts with a boy from elementary school who probably doesn't even know what he's really saying and then years down the line you see you know boys you're friends with at the time openly admit to raiding girls like people you're friends with and then you find out that one of the boys of the said fucking group and his friend are using you and your friend to see who can get the lowest rice purity score like what the fuck like you know like that should have been my first red flag but then again i was a senior in high school so i think 
up until that point, I was still kind of stuck on seeking that kind of validation as fucked up. That's fucked up, you know, like I know that's fucked up in my head, but that's just how it was for me. You know, I was still younger, even though that was like two years ago, I feel like I've definitely grown up a little bit in that kind of sense. I don't know. That's just fucked up. Does that make sense? I don't know. Men are weird. Men are gross and they can really make you feel like shit sometimes. But yeah, they can do shit, say shit that's not okay. But also, I feel you kind of have to learn to realize that what they say literally has no worth. Like it is, just don't listen to it because it really, it has nothing to do with you. It's just boys are fucking stupid and they think they're entitled to you and what you look like and everything but they are just sad and lonely so move on shut them out don't even think about it because that's their own issue you just gotta learn to ignore because ignorance is bliss in that aspect of it the next thing i want to talk about i don't like i don't think i've ever talked about it with any of my friends before But I saw it online and I want to include it in the episode, which is feeling okay to like girly things again. Or like, what was it? It was like learning to love pink again or something like that. And I think this kind of ties back to the way men view women and their interests or just feminine things in general and how it's shit on all the fucking time. Because I don't know if it's like, if it's still that common of an issue now because I can't really tell if I just stopped caring or men have generally just shut up. But if I'm being honest, I think I just stopped caring. But anyways, I feel like when I was younger, girly things were so, like, they were just shit on every single day, you know? Like, from my clothes to the music I listened to to the movies I liked, I felt like I was, I don't know, repressing I guess, like stereotypical girly little things because I want to be cool and then girly things weren't so cool back in the day. Honestly, one of the prime examples I would say is fucking One Direction, you know, because One Direction is a boy band and their primary audience are girls and they're just like not taken seriously as musicians or by the media and like the general public just because they're like a silly little boy band. And oh my god, like, I can't, like, the amount of people that shit on me since the second or third grade because I was an open One Direction fan is fucking crazy, especially because now people have, I don't know, people switched up. People love One Direction now, and no one's shitting on them anymore, but it was, like, an embarrassing thing. Like, I would get made fun of so hard because of how much I love One Direction and how I made it known, you know? Like, I feel like I could make, like, a whole 50-hour-long episode about me and One Direction and growing up with them being such a huge part of my life, but not today. I'm just trying to use them as, like, an example of something girly that I got shit on for liking, you know? Except I- they're like the one thing I never repressed I feel like everyone knew how much I love them even my fucking elementary school principal I didn't even know that she fucking knew me but she knew that I liked Harry Styles and I was like I don't think I've ever talked to you a day in my life 
And then like in middle school, I feel like I, I don't know what grade it was, but my friends and I went back to our fifth grade teacher's room for like teacher appreciation week one year. And she was also my kindergarten teacher, actually. And when I went to visit her, she told me that anytime she sees like the words One Direction or not in like the band sense, but if she sees it in like a book or even if someone mentions Harry or the actual band One Direction, like anywhere, she thought of me. And she was like, I still remember, oh my God, I had a student and she was a, she was in love with them. I don't know. That just made me feel so like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like it was just like a compliment. You know, like I was associated with something I love so much, even years down the line, you know? I don't know. I hope she's doing well, whatever. Anyways, I'm so sorry. I just got off track, but you know what I'm trying to get at? Like anything girly was looked down on. The color pink, taking time on your makeup, wearing makeup at all. One time I wore mascara to school and this kid that like was in my friend group, he was like, are you wearing eyeliner today? And I was like, no, I'm not wearing eyeliner. He's like, Show, like, you have to prove it. Like, why are you wearing eyeliner to school? And I was like, I'm not wearing eyeliner. I'm literally wearing mascara. And like, it was like controversial that it looked like I had eyeliner on when I didn't. And I was like, what? Like, I don't, I don't know. It was annoying. It was weird. But you know what I'm talking about? Like wearing dresses or like shoes or like maybe putting more time into how you look. Like that was... I guess frowned upon I don't know I feel like that's not the right word but like people treated you weird for getting all dolled up I don't know it's weird you know I never wore dresses or skirts or lacy things or fancy little shoes that you know weren't converse and shit like that and it's because I saw how people who were like more feminine and like embrace that in like a physical way you know like through clothes and shit they were just talked down at they were looked down upon mainly in like early high school and like late middle school but like now I love that shit like I love doing my little makeup routine like putting my little lashes on I love looking for lacy clothing items and like wearing skirts and shit like that and I think that's why it took me so fucking long to like really figure out my own style because for my whole life I feel like I was dressing the way I thought I had to or like what I thought was cool based on other people instead of like what I felt good in and like thought I looked good in if that makes sense I don't know I don't know you guys I don't know if anything I'm saying is making sense but whatever moving on next I feel like it kind of ties into what I said but like not really it's about getting ready like before going out or you know skincare routines like I said or like makeup routines and shit like that because for guys you just take a shower usually I hope and you know throw on a t-shirt and pants and just like drench yourself in like the most repulsive smelling cologne and then you're at the door you're fine right but as a woman getting ready is just so different I feel like it is so special like the time that you take for yourself like the 10 minutes to do your skincare routine or I don't know, shit like that. Or like getting ready for a party with all your friends in one room, going through your entire closet in your head to like mentally pick out like the perfect outfit, you know? Or like sharing clothes with your friends or like last minute outfit changes together and shit like that. Like it is such a universal yet unique experience because there's truly nothing like getting ready with your friends before an event or just getting ready by yourself. Like pampering 
all the beauty stuff. Like, it is, I don't know. I don't even know, like, what I'm saying at this point. Like, anything I say, I feel like it just sounds so stupid. But I feel like it's only going to sound stupid if you're a man. Because if you're a woman, I just know you know what I'm talking about. You know, like, before a fucking school dance, you meet up at someone's house and you're all sharing makeup or just like doing make- makeup together and you have like music playing i don't know it's like a whole thing i feel like you get it if you get it if you don't you don't but whatever what else like i love that like women just like know things like collectively we just know things like we can communicate to each other in like such a weird way like everyone just like knows like for example like the whole like can you check me like you immediately know what they're asking you to check or like going to the bathroom but needing to go with like at least one other person you know just like shit like that like i don't know like i don't know how to explain it and i feel like that's the whole point of this episode is just things that you can't really explain it's just part of being a woman and that's the only way you really can understand it right there was another thing i think it was on tiktok yeah it was on tiktok because i like wrote it down my notes app because i had to like look it up on google to make sure it was like a real thing but it's the meta report you know like when you how do i like even explain it it's like meta report is just basically like debriefing you know because i think the tiktok was about like oh like girls love to debrief and you know like you need to know the details and like love to sit and just you know fucking debrief and hannah and i do this all the fucking time where if you know anything happens while we're out or just anything happens at all at the end of the night we just need to sit you know get a little hot cocoa get a little coffee or whatever and just go over everything and just like analyze what happened you know talk about details and shit like that and the meta report is essentially just a way of communication for women where they need to protect each other by sharing information, you know, like expressing thoughts and observations. And it's supposedly like part of a woman's survival instinct from like like the hunting and gathering era, you know, when you go out into the meadow and you're gathering some nice little fruits or something and you have to know which ones are good berries and poisonous berries. And then you tell everyone being like, this is what to look out for if that makes sense, and that, like, kind of carries on through evolution, I don't know, I don't fucking know, I just know that it's based off of the TikTok I saw, and the one fucking Google search I did, it's just a survival instinct thing that's just been passed on, I guess, which I think is just so interesting, because I love a good debrief, I love a good meta report in a coffee shop talking about really anything and everything, you know, what else? What other little things of womanhood can we talk about? Um, crying. Crying, but like sobbing. Like you are just on a verge of a panic attack. You're like bawling your eyes out. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, I look so good right now. You, you just look so hot after you cry. Like your eyelashes look good. Your lips are all nice and I don't know they have like a plump to it I don't know like I don't know how to explain it I can't explain but like I know this is a thing because I've talked about it with other girls before you know you just need to get it like if you get it you get it if you don't you don't right like I don't know 
it's like you'll just cry and then you just look so good you just feel so good after like you have this wave of confidence i don't know i know you know what i'm talking about if you're a girl like i know that makes sense but i feel like that's all i, I don't know what else i have to say like i don't know fuck like i know there's so much more but i really don't know what to add I did have a list, but I was like, I don't want to go off the list. I'm just going to wing it. And then I hate winging things sometimes because then I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck do I say? Because I feel like I ran out of things to say. Oh, well, I don't know. If I think of any more, I'll just do a part two. That's just one more episode on Gemini Babe. I really do hope (laughs) I'll have more episodes up in 2023. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys want, I don't even... I'm saying like, oh my god, if you guys want this, this, and that, like, there's only a handful of you guys, and I don't even know who really listens, but I would 100% wholeheartedly appreciate if anyone had any recommendations of episode topics or anything that you want to hear me talk about. Like, I have my own list, but at the same time, I could always use more ideas that just means more episodes, you know what I mean? Thank you guys for listening to Womanhood because being a woman is so good and so special and there's really nothing else like it. I feel like I said a whole lot of nothing again, but whatever. I'll see you again sometime soon. So hopefully it's better then. Thank you. I love you. Good night.